0: Welcome into OutKick the show I am your fearless leader Clay Travis I hope all of you are having fantastic Wednesdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land right off the top we will have an OutKick conference title pre-game show live in Atlanta from Stats Sports Bar on Saturday from 1230 to 330 Eastern you'll be able to stream it here on Twitter Facebook, also YouTube, all of those places. Uh, and you'll be able to come watch us live if you would like. If you're going to be in Atlanta, you're a Georgia fan, you're an Alabama fan. If you just live in Atlanta and you want to come watch the OutKick show and participate in some of the pre-game festivities, we'll have giveaways, we'll have great guests. We'll be live in Stat Sports Bar from 1230 to 330. I will be live on the final hour of the show hanging out with everybody from 2.30 to 3.30 that is the OutKick show the final one of the college football season will be live from Stats Sports Bar on Saturday look forward to that I want to thank you guys uh, for all of your support for the Clay and Buck show Uh, We are just about to hit 10 million podcast downloads for our radio show. Uh, We had 8.7 million podcast downloads in November. That is a monster audience for a big radio show. I want to thank all of you. That is the all-time high for the show. Uh, I want to thank all of you for the support there. And I want us to go over 10 million which is a number that almost no original podcasts or radio shows hit. We are the second biggest radio show podcast inside of all of iHeart. iHeart is the biggest audio company in the world and we are the second biggest radio show one of the 10 biggest podcasts in all of iHeart so I want to thank you for all of the support that you are showing for our show and for setting a record with us in November when it comes to podcast downloads. Uh, I want to give props right off the top here. The Women's Tennis Association, the WTA, has as a result of the Ping Shui incident, if you haven't been following this story, Ping Shui is a women's tennis player from China. She won the French Open doubles championship. Last month, she accused a prominent Communist Party official of sexual assault. She was then wiped clean of the Chinese internet. They basically have disappeared her all over the internet in China and they are not allowing her to interact as what appears to be a free individual. The WTA, to their credit, the Women's Tennis Association has stood up for Ping Shui and they just announced with the full support of the WTA board of directors I am announcing the immediate suspension of all WTA tournaments in China including Hong Kong. Bravo WTA! This is how it's done. If you are going to stand up to anyone you need to stand up to a genocidal communist authoritarian state like China. This is what should be happening with the Olympics. Honestly, I believe the United States should pull out of the Winter Olympics and stage our own Winter Olympics maybe in Park City where we have hosted it before but I love that the WTA is doing what the NBA should have done. They are standing up for principle over profit. And by the way it's not just the WTA I think there are a lot of American companies I don't know how many of you saw this story but Disney pulled a Simpsons episode out of Hong Kong that mentioned Tiananmen Square and the democracy movement in 1989 in China. The Simpsons went on a vacation to China that episode has been pulled off of Disney Plus you can't watch it in Hong Kong because it offends the Chinese government. Apple has done all sorts of things to try to avoid offending the Chinese government. All of our entertainment providers when it comes to their movies have been over backwards to try to avoid offending China. I don't agree with it. I think you have to stand for principle over profit if you are going to claim to be an American company or a global company that cares about basic human rights and I think if you are an athlete like a LeBron James if you are a coach like Greg Popovich Steve Kerr if you are Adam Silver the commissioner of the NBA you should take a follow of what exactly the WTA did in pulling all of their tournaments out of China and out of Hong Kong as a result of the treatment of Ping Shui Bravo to the WTA I wish more American companies and more global companies in the world of sports had your backbone. Big discussion. I know everybody out there has their own opinions on abortion. I'm not going to try to get into analyzing whatever your opinion of abortion might be but today there was a big debate inside of the Supreme Court over whether or not Mississippi's bill that bans abortions after 15 weeks is constitutional or not in light of Roe v. Wade and in light of Planned Parenthood versus Casey. I believe what is going to end up happening is they are going to try and pervert preserve stare decisis which is just a fancy way of describing long-term precedent and giving discretion to long-term precedent rather than constantly uh, changing the law. I think they are going to try to uh, incrementally alter Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey and say that Mississippi's law is permissible which would mean that every state could take it down to 15 weeks (coughs) and not allow abortions after 15 weeks. I think that's what's going to happen. But I also believe there's so much noise out there and there's so many people that are trying to tell you hey, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned suddenly there's not going to be abortions anywhere. That's not true. If Roe v. Wade is overturned and this is significant what would happen is every individual state would be able to determine what the law for abortion is in their individual state. So some states would not allow abortions at all. Most of those would be red states. Many other states would potentially be very permissive when it comes to allowing abortions. So I I read a study in 538 which said that the number of abortions even if Roe v. Wade is overturned would only decline by 14 to 16%. So there's a lot of people out there on both sides of the abortion argument that are trying to say this is an all or nothing outcome. I don't think personally that Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey is going to be overturned but if it is don't buy into the argument out there that this is an all or nothing result. Many states will still allow abortion. Every individual state will be able to make its own determination instead of the Supreme Court determining a federal right to abortion. There would be 50 different state legislatures able to determine whether or not abortions are allowed inside of their state. That's just my analysis. We had Shannon Bream on the program today. She was absolutely fantastic. Uh, She's great. She's a Supreme Court correspondent for Fox News. She also has a show in the evenings. Uh, (coughs) So much credit uh, to Shannon Bream for her analysis of this case as well. Uh, I appreciate everything that she is doing uh, for uh, this situation. Um, Want to continue uh, and tell you right now about my friends at Pure Talk Wireless. They have got an absolutely phenomenal offering right now if you use the promo code OUTKICK you can get hooked up with 50% off your first month all you have to do is go to puretalk.com and use the promo code OUTKICK what does PureTalk do? well, they will save you a bundle on your cell phone plan you can keep the exact same phone if you want exact same phone number exact same towers that will provide service but they're going to get you hooked up and save the average family $800 a year. My own son, my 8th grader, is on the Pure Talk Wireless Network. He has been absolutely in love with this offering. He gets unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. You can keep your same phone like I said or you can get a brand new (coughs) iPhone 12 for $479. They also have the iPhone 13. You can get hooked up in a big way. 30-day risk-free guarantee so you don't have anything at all to lose. All you have to do is go to puretalk.com use the promo code OUTKICK. That's puretalk.com promo code OUTKICK. Get signed up today and save a bundle. Want to give a shout out. In-N-Out Burger in California. I know that a lot of you are big fans of In-N-Out Burger. They are refusing to implement the California vaccine mandate because they don't believe it's constitutional. I want to give a shout out to In-N-Out Burger. If I were right now in the state of California I would go straight to In-N-Out Burger and get myself a brand new fantastic burger. I give them credit for standing up and being unwilling to uh, enforce the vax mandate. Uh, According to an investigative report by the way this is where we're reading this from uh, In-N-Out didn't require or require or request proof of vaccination for indoor dining. Uh, and In-N-Out Burger says that they are not going to do it. Business as usual. Uh, they did an expose on that. And they found all over LA that In-N-Out Burger was not requiring vaccine cards. In-N-Out Burger has previously said we strongly believe in serving all customers who visit us and making all customers feel welcome. We refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. You have the right to eat here or not it's up to uh, it's up to them. That's what a customer said. Props to In-N-Out Burger. Uh, I'll talk about Omicron in a moment the newest variant and what we are learning about it but first LeBron James has tested positive for COVID despite a double vax that is reportedly the case with the Lakers star he is out now for up to 10 days Uh, LeBron is soon to turn if he hasn't already 37 years old Uh, we also have had Mike McCarthy test positive lots of other NFL players I believe there are 29 NFL players that have currently tested positive for COVID it's not going away It's never going to leave. The idea that we could vaccinate our way out of COVID has been proven to be a falsehood. I'll give you an example. Vermont is one of the most vaccinated uh, uh, states in all of the United States and it still is the case that Vermont has got a massively high rate of hospitalization. In fact, hospitalizations in Vermont have reached an all-time new high despite 99% of seniors fully vaccinated and around 65% having already gotten their booster. So Vermont, which is one of the most vaccinated states in all of the country, one of the most vaccinated places in the world, has just hit an all-time high when it comes to COVID hospitalizations. And what I point out about this, by the way, Florida has the lowest rate even though most people aren't talking about it, What I would talk about this in a significant way and why I think it's an important story is because it proves that you can't vaccinate yourself out of COVID. That this Dr. Fauci idea that if everybody just got vaccinated and everybody got boosted that COVID would go away is not true. And they are selling you an artificial bill of goods. And there's lots of prominent people LeBron, Mike McCarthy, any number of prominent athletes all over the country who and coaches who have already had COVID yet are testing positive after the double vax and a study out of a prison found interestingly that there was no difference in the rate of spread of COVID whether you were vaccinated or unvaccinated. Now the data does suggest that if you are vaccinated you are more protected against hospitalization or severe health issues I told my own parents get vaccinated. They're over 75. I told my in-laws hey, you should get vaccinated. I also told them hey, you should probably get boostered. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to do it for my children. I look at the data. I analyze risk and the data reflects that children are not at risk. That people like me who have already had COVID are not at risk. And so uh, I think it's important to talk about the data in a significant way. Omicron Uh, is now the newest Delta variant which sounds a little bit like a uh, transformer it is now in California. A person traveling from South Africa on November 22nd has tested positive (coughs) in California for the newest variant of COVID. Now we don't know how much this new variant is going to spread. We don't even know, frankly whether the new variant is more dangerous than Delta whether it is going to create more issues for us as a country. But what I would point out is how inconsistent the logic is. The Biden administration is reportedly according to the Washington Post prepared to require anyone coming into the United States to have a negative test within one day of arrival. Well, that wouldn't have mattered by the way for the person in California because they tested positive seven days after they returned. But also... It's not even being applied at our southern border. Our border is a sieve. People can come right across the border with no issues at all and yet we are not in any way restricting their ability to enter uh, the country. We aren't mandating vaccines for illegal immigrants. Dr. Fauci was asked about that, said it was a different situation, but I don't really think it is. If you or I go down to Mexico Before we can fly back into the country we have to test negative for COVID now under proposed rules that are going to be in effect. But if you or I walk across the border and we are non-citizens and we are illegal immigrants we aren't being tested for COVID most of the time at all unless there are symptoms present. Given the fact that many of the people crossing the border are young and asymptomatic that means we're allowing people into our country with COVID on a regular basis and not requiring anything of them at all. That to me is a fundamental failure of border security as it pertains to every level but particularly the hypocrisy of COVID is glaring. I thought this was a positive sign. There's lots of talk right now about people having different opinions and about the massive uh, difference in our country as it pertains to so many different issues. But did you know that 72% of Americans believe China wide about the origin or of the coronavirus? This is a new poll that came out. Uh, and what they found was 72% of Americans believe it is likely 42% of those people believing it's very likely uh, that COVID came out of a Chinese lab. And as if that were not enough it was consistent with whether you were a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, Republicans, 86% believed that COVID leaked from a Wuhan lab while 61% of Democrats and 67% of Independents agreed with them. So monster majorities because if you get over 60% in this country of both political parties agreeing with anything monster percentages of the political parties believe that COVID leaked from a Wuhan lab. 86% of Republicans 61% of Democrats 67% of Independents agreed. This is interesting because you were not allowed to say on social media on Facebook or on Twitter among others that you believed COVID had leaked from a lab because it was considered to be a conspiracy theory until it ends up the evidence does likely supporting the hypothesis that COVID leaked from a lab contrary to everything that Dr. Fauci has said. Sad story that I want to finish with today. Um, You may have seen the school shooting that took place in Oxford, Michigan uh, in Oakland County, Michigan. I was married in Oakland County, Michigan county north of Detroit in Michigan. My wife is an Oakland County school graduate. That's where she grew up. Uh, I've spent a lot of time in Oakland County, Michigan. Some of you watching or listening to this may have this. Well, you may be from Oakland County, Michigan. It's a fabulous place. There was a school shooting. Four kids were killed by a 15-year-old. Now, I try to be consistent in this. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. But I try not to name school shooters because the uh, studies suggest that many school shooters are motivated going all the way back to Columbine to a desire to become infamous for their names to become well known. So they have found, studies have shown that if you name the school shooter you actually encourage more copycats because that infamy is one of the clarion calls unfortunately that encourages school shooters. So I try not to name them. But what I try to do and I've been doing this for several years on my radio shows. What I try to do is when someone is brave. Teacher, student, security officer, random passerby and stands up and attempts to stop a school shooter from taking as many lives as possible. I think we need to make sure that we praise the heroism of that person. So I want to take a moment here today to give credit and praise and sound the uh, sound the knowledge out there for this young man 16 year old Tate Meyer and his family. Tate Meyer was a standout football player and a wrestler who had hopes of going to play college football one day. He gave his life to attempt to tackle this 15 year old kid who was firing inside of the school. True heroism is when you risk your life and you don't potentially have anything other than a spur-of-the-moment decision to be made here. When a lot of people were running and trying to save themselves as would be a natural result in a school shooting environment this kid Tate Meyer ran towards the shooter and gave his life attempting to save the people in his school rather than focus on the school shooter who should spend the rest of his life in prison I want you to think for a moment about Tate Meyer and what he did and what true bravery is and what he gave up in a selfless act of heroism Thank you Tate Meyer Thank you to your parents Thank you to your family Thank you to your friends We need to spend more time honoring heroes and less time discussing cowards. Thank you, Tate Meyer. Final thought for today's show. And this is a ridiculous story. I don't know how many of you have seen this but in the state of uh, I got to check and see exactly where it is what state it is but in the Ivy League Penn, state of Pennsylvania at UPenn there is a student who for three years swam as a man on the Penn swimming team. This student then decided after three years of competing as a male swimmer to identify as female and to begin to work as a female swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania. And at a November 20th tri-meet This former male swimmer who is now female set a number one 200 free time the second fastest 500 free time in the nation broke Penn program records for women swept the 100, 200, 500 free individual events and contributed to a first place 400 relay team. This man who is now competing as a woman is destroying female athletes after having competed for three years as a male swimmer. Democrat, Republican, Independent doesn't matter who you are if you think it is in the interest of athletic competition for a male athlete to decide to become a woman and then dominate female athletes with the advantages of the height, the strength, the weight of a male athlete this represents the potential destruction of female athletics it's absurd it's ridiculous it shouldn't be allowed to happen women should not be losing to biological men especially not biological men who were good enough to be competing on college swim teams before they decided to identify as women I can't believe I have to say that but it makes no sense at all men should compete against men and women should compete against women. My name is Clay Travis, DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I appreciate all of you. Thanks for your support of the Clay and Buck Show. Thanks for helping us to set a new all-time record for downloads in the month of November, the second biggest radio show in all of iHeart when it comes to downloads. Thank you for supporting the radio show. Uh, We're number one in Houston, Phoenix, San Diego, Sacramento, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thank you to listeners all over the country, especially to those people in Houston, Phoenix, San Diego, Sacramento, Raleigh, and Milwaukee who have made us the number one show in their respective cities during our time slot. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for supporting OutKick, and I hope to see a lot of you Saturday at Stats Sports Bar in downtown Atlanta.